I should turn the sound off. That's my voice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, who's, who's starting this then? But the cry And nobody's crying But me Oh my god! What is it? Trampoline! Trampoline! Is it what now? Please don't bring home any more old crutches. Oh, no, you don't. That trampoline is mine. And that's how we all felt when we heard that the Fallout 4 trailer was finally up. Yay. Welcome, everybody, uh, to a special podcast all about the Fallout 4 trailer. We'll be talking for six hours about a three-minute ad, and uh, I'm Duke from the Veteran Gamers. Introduce yourself, guys. Oh, um, yes, my name is uh, Richard Webster from the Gaming for the Elderly podcast. (laughs) I'm Jason Statham. (laughs) We're so lucky to have these fine people here. Um, wow. Now, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, Richard Webster, big, big Bad Daddy from the Overseas Connection podcast. Right. And that's yeah, Chitty whatever. Gamers as well. Yeah. Now, we're all huge fans of Bethesda. Uh, uh-huh. Excuse me. Two of us are huge fans of Bethesda. One of us is a GTA fanboy, Rockstar fanboy, who managed to sneak in here for some reason. But I love Fallout. I love Fallout. Fallout. Even though he never played Fallout New Vegas. That's true. It's still in my thing. It's on my to-do list. In your thing. Imagine if I said, I love Rockstar, but I've never played GTA V. That would just be crazy. Yeah, you'd be nuts. Why would you? Yeah, exactly. Why okay, so so we've had some big news. First of all, we didn't, we didn't know for sure that we were going to get Fallout 4 news before... Um, E3, because we knew that Bethesda had an E3 thing set up. They were going to have a conference, and we said, oh, they're going to announce Fallout 4 there. And then, like a week ago, Bethesda's website had this countdown on it all of a sudden. The test pattern. Yeah, it was very exciting. And then... uh, It was completely out of the blue, wasn't it? No one knew that was coming. Yeah, so far as I know. Shani, did you know it was coming? What? The countdown... What's that? No, nobody do. Oh, the TV show. <laughs> yeah, the Price is Right. All right. Okay. Yeah, so, I knew that was coming. The TV show. Yeah. That's right. Funny. So anyway, uh, then the trailer appeared, and it's been the subject of endless speculation ever since. And we're all very excited because we love Fallout, and we're looking forward to next gen Fallout stuff. And the first thing we obviously need to talk about is the graphics aren't as good as The Witcher 3. Oh, my God. Can you oh, my God. This? I can't believe how pathetic people are. Have you all heard I this? Think, I, yeah, I, I think the graphics are fine. Like, I, I, they're, not, they're not like the bee's knees, but um, I think they're fine. I, I think if people remind themselves of what Fallout 3 actually looked like and then go back to this... Uh, they're probably in for a shock because yes. it's been a while and, and people remember things quite differently to uh, what they actually were. I think there's a screenshot on Reddit as well where he puts Fallout 3 and Fallout 4 next to each other and he goes, look, there you go. They look exactly the same, lol. Right. So, yeah. I've heard that because I've, I've been uh, dipping into the Fallout 4 Bethesda Forum, the officials one, oh. uh, these last few days. And I've seen so many times people saying, oh, the graphics are only slightly better than Fallout 3. Are you uh, on drugs? One one dickhead actually said it looks like a PS2 game. Wow. I think he was just troll baiting, but people are saying this game looks slightly better than Fallout 3. And I, I went back and played Fallout 3, and I've got some high-res textures. And even then, it doesn't look as good as Fallout 4. Yeah, like you said, Mike, it, it's not The Witcher 3 or, you know, Blood... Um, what was that one? Or The Order 1884. 1886, Rich. Come on. Oh, Rich. We got to start over. All right, I'll play the Simpsons thing. It's ridiculous. All right. I can't do that. 
Yeah, it's it's not. What are you doing? Sort of Richard, laughing. Why did you laugh over the intro? We're doing it again. Oh, we got to do it again. All right, start again. Yeah. Chamberlain. <gasps> Bethesda aren't graphics pioneers; they're world builders. It's true. That's thank you for saying that. Yeah, that they they use the the they use great technology that's at around today. And looking at this game, it's it's got great graphics. Yeah, they're not the best graphics. It's not like The Witcher Three, but like I said, they're world builders. The amount of stuff in their worlds is. Yeah. doesn't compare even from what i've heard of the witcher 3 because i've not played it yet because i just don't yeah. have the time although there's a lot of stuff you know the clutter and things like that just isn't there like it is in skyrim or yeah. fallout where like all these things up, move uh, a broken vacuum cleaner engines in the witcher 3 so suck on that yeah so it's either great graphics or broken vacuum cleaners exactly yeah. i know what i'm picking my nose <laughs> anyway so um, do we want to go through the trailer first, or do we want to talk about our relationship to Fallout in the past? I wanna, uh, can I talk about the audacity that somebody at work said to me? Yes. Um, who shall remain nameless, because I like the fella, but he said... But you only work with one person. No, I don't. Oh, there's <laughs> six of us. Oh, really? Uh, so I walked in, and I, I said to this person, I said, Hey, what about Fallout 4? And this is while the countdown was still going. Yeah, it hadn't happened yet, and he was like, "It's not Fallout Four. They've not announced it yet." I was like, "It's Fallout Four, man. Like they're hanging up for look. It's Bethesda's test pattern. It's a countdown. What do you think it is? This is it could be a remastered edition. It could be Fallout <laughs> Online. I like hang on, right? So Bethesda made a, a countdown <laughs> uh, website for a remastered edition. <laughs> I don't, I don't really think this is gonna happen." This is going to be awesome. Um, and then I got into another debate with somebody else saying, hey, uh, you know, uh, I think Fallout's boring. And I said, hang on, let me get my sword while I stab <laughs> yeah. And then after now, I did that. Because they were talking about this on Twitter. I don't remember who it was, but I think it was Toxic Shock. And it was all, you know, he, he said, I tried to get into it and I just couldn't do it. It's too big. It's too overwhelming. And I just can't relate to that because even if a world is enormous, I'm just like, okay, I don't need to explore all of it. I'll just do the main quest or whatever it is. I'm not bothered by worlds that are too big. Well, th- this guy was saying that it was boring because he feels, he feels like the, com- the combat is crap. Right? Yes. And I said, I said, janky. I think com- combat is janky, definitely. Like it ain't like, the fluid is. It's not Call of Duty here. It's okay, but, man. It doesn't need to be fluid. It, it, yeah, and I was saying, like, the reason why I play it is because of situations such as like in Fallout Three, where somebody says, "Oh, there's a there's a camp over there with with uh, um, kids, and they're all being kidnapped, and you need to save." And I was like, "Yeah, no problem. I go over. No, no worries. See you later." I go over and they go. Hey, yeah, yeah, we, we are kidnapping kids. Um, and if you kidnap some more, I'll give you 500 caps. I was like, yeah, all right, thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Cheers. Yeah. Um, it's Can moments I like that. Who told me about this camp and I promised to save people? <laughs> it's moments like that. Hey, I got that. good news about that camp. What? You're a slave in it now. Ah, damn it. I got news, good news about that camp. It is doing fantastic business. It is really a nice turnover on it. And I got these um, new shoes for the soul of a child. You know, little Timmy down the road, these <laughs> trainers, you're looking at them. You know what I mean? It's fantastic. Um, it's stories like that, I yeah. feel like, is why I play Fallout. And he did say fair enough, but he, he just couldn't get past this combat thing in his head. He was the just guy like, oh. at my school who teaches with me who goes, oh, I found Fallout 3 was way too easy. And I'm like, dude, I, I can't relate to that. I've never said that about a video game. Maybe he played um, it on easy. No, he had yeah. it like super hard, but he was like the VAT system just made everything so easy. I was like, dude, you play games for the wrong, different reasons from me. That's all I can say about that. So did y'all play any of the earlier Fallout games or was Fallout 3 the first one you ever got into? I'd never I, heard of the other Fallout I, games before 3. I, I had them. I bought the Fallout collection. I played them. Um, oh, he's such a hipster, isn't he? Mr. Webster. He was I had them before they were popular. <laughs> I I was on their forums before they were released. No, I bought them later after by, after playing New Vegas. Fair enough. Sort of I actually played Brotherhood of Steel uh, way back in the day. I played it with the Duchess, actually. Uh, it was an isometric sort of action game there was this was before vats it was not turn-based 
And it was interesting because I feel like I got a sense for the world and the vault system. Uh, so I sort of knew the layout of a standard vault before I played Fallout 3. But a lot of that memory just evaporated as soon as I started playing Fallout 3 because, of course, it's such a different experience. So. Yeah, the first games are really, really deep. It's like, I don't know if you've ever played Daggerfall, Duke. No. No, it's it's like putting that on. It's like, obviously, the graphics aren't as good and all that sort of stuff, but there's there's a lot of substance there, and that's what I felt with Fallout yeah. 1. I think I played Fallout 1 for, like, after New Vegas and everything. I think I played Fallout 1 for, like, an hour, and it was just so hard. Like, I kept dying because it's very brutal. It's all about, like, you better find some stuff. And then I didn't, and I tried to punch, you know, rad scorpions or whatever. That was and a I, fascinating story, dude. It was you better find some stuff. That's, that's the <laughs> short version. Uh, I was going to tell the long version, but I'll tell that another time. Maybe I'll tell that on the Veteran Gamers later. So, um, yes, well, um, what is something you guys hope will be in Fallout 4 that hasn't been in any of the other Fallout games? Um. Well, I think I think which, which is pretty clear from the trailer, um, there will be uh, pre-nuclear strike stuff. Do you think I we'll think. be able to explore the pre-nuclear? Yeah, what I'm what I'm hoping is that it's a little bit more involved than the first two hours is you run into the vault while everything goes to shit. Mm. Now, that's what I think will happen, but. I don't think that's that exciting. I think that's more for shock See, value. I just read that as something in the trailer. I didn't expect to think that we would get to play that. Do you think we'll see that, Rich? Well, there's... That would be awesome. Don't get me wrong. There's a theory going around that the... In the scholarly screenshot, you know where you see the mysterious stranger guy and it's all dark yeah. and looming? Right. There's a bar there called Memory Den. And if you remember from oh, yeah. Fallout 3, one of the missions, you, you do that virtual reality. Yeah, simulation yeah. thing, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, girl, she was so cute. Yeah, so telling you to kill people. People are saying that maybe you can, like, flashback to that sort of stuff. Interesting. I like that. Pure, pure speculation, but it's just something that people have pulled out of thin air. Yeah. It seems interesting, the idea that, I mean, because we haven't really, I mean, we had that little part in Fallout 3, but it was obviously a very tiny and very separate part of that game. It was this tiny little neighborhood, and you you know it's just one little cul-de-sac, yeah. and like four houses, and that's it. I mean, so for them to have a whole another city where you could explore, that would be interesting. The most likely thing I think is it's probably the cutscene at the beginning of the game to introduce people to the Fallout universe who don't know about it. Yeah, that makes sense. Like a quick, this is what happened, and the only reason like there's it mirrors like the the future and the past together is because that place is somewhere you can go in the right. Game. You know, right. so I, th- I think that's probably what it is. It's probably just like the opening video. Instead of growing up in the vault, you no, nah. like that, that before wrong, the wrong, wrong, before the wrong, menu. wrong, 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 <laughs> wrong, 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 right? It'll be in the fucking game. You'll play it, and it'll go. Oh, look! This is the first two hours of the game because we couldn't do what we did in Fallout Three. So here we go. Yeah, and and what I what I hope. What I hope is that it's a little bit more involved. Like you've got to uncover a mystery that was in sort of pre-war, and then you have to play bits of it or something. Um, but this might be like the first time we go pre-war in a Fallout, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, it's not something we've done yet. No, it's true, and it looks no. like they've put a lot I of think- effort into the world design from the past. So it makes sense that you'd probably use it in a gameplay perspective. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, we have a uh, question. We have a question yeah. in the thing. Yes. Um, one, there's a few people here. Kiwi Tell. I'm guessing he might be from New Zealand. Uh, one handsome devil uh, said, if you did go back in time, how much could, would they you allow you to do you couldn't do anything that would seriously affect the timeline and history of the game story? He calls it the Doctor Who dilemma. That's the Back to the Future dilemma. Hello. Yeah. Got to get your so basically, or you're going to vanish. Yeah, I, I, I doubt any any sort of pre-war stuff. You wouldn't be able to alter anything massively. Yeah. You know, you couldn't. Hey, let's just blow up this <laughs> uh, little tower with a with a bomb. Americans to talk to each other so that it doesn't have. Yeah. A- Let's get diplomatic immunity. No, I, I don't think there'll be any sort of decision-making to be done. 
Um, but but uh, the cool thing about Fallout 4, I think, is that it has a thing, um, not many games do it, called Color. Yes, I heard about that. Um, and, and that's in it, so I'm happy about that. I think yeah. they should keep that in. Because the other feature. games, to be fair, have been pretty washed out in terms of their colors. Yeah, palette. yeah. it's color. Look it up. Google it. Google yeah. it. So yeah, yeah. it's um, it's very similar to the Fallout mod for Fallout Three, where it made yeah. everything all nice. So it looks like that they've really listened to what people wanted to say, and it makes kind of sense because if you look at how well Boston has stood the test of time compared to the Washington DC capital, it leads to that theory where Boston wasn't really hit very much. <clears throat> Right, right. And if Boston wasn't hit very much, then the sky wouldn't be kind of like that as much. But in that sense, wouldn't then be less radiated places as well? Maybe, but maybe, maybe. it's just, I mean, not actual physical destruction, but it might be, you know, the leaking contamination. But no, that's true. I think that's probably true. But then there's the question about the game development structure, which is, you know, they'll put contaminated places wherever they think they need them. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so what uh, surprised you about the Fallout 4 trailer or what do you think was unusual or weird first of all the I'll just get it out in the open the elephant in the room is the, the main character speaking Yeah. oh yeah I never really thought about that until somebody brought it up and said oh main character's got a voice and I was like oh yeah he does he says come on boy he does in the trailer, but he's never spoke before. He's never spoken in any true. trailer. That's true. And that, that, but, people but are happy know, about that. I mean, but but they had a tra- in the trailer for Skyrim, we saw a particular avatar player character saying Fusroda, and yeah, which he does in the game. Well, he does, but you don't have to play as that character. You know what I mean? So it's not as though I don't know. Yeah, so like well, people are saying it's going to break yeah. their immersion because they won't be able to play as particular role-playing characters because so their guy talks. Before, before we know for sure. I think it might, be, it might add something because let's be honest, like over time games have to change and adapt you know, and evolve. That's what happens. And if you look at games like Red Dead Redemption and Mass Effect, both amazing stories, like uh, different levels of amazing, but they add voice characters and... I didn't take away at all from my enjoyment of the game. Oh, no, definitely not. But then again, it required a an incorporation of those characters into the um, cutscenes and so forth. So I think that's not what Bethesda does, and I think it would be weird if they tried it. I don't think they'd do very well if they did that. Yeah, I mean... Is it it just, just be, it, could it just be a case of, like, when you select a voice tree like you know they go oh yeah i can help you or yeah i can enslave all the children he just says it like mass effect he just says it and there's not much else i mean maybe but i i would be surprised it I might thought- also be like how the character does always have a voice generally like he grunts and like you know when he gets hit <clears throat> and stuff so it <clears throat> might just literally be like you know your character obviously speaks he's not he's not voiceless but this is him just in the trailer saying hello to the duck doesn't actually yeah, speak in the game yeah, it might be. That is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a thing. By the way, Duke, I think you should play your America uh, soundbite for this person in the chat. Oh, he's right. Quoting that. Was not. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, he, he said, "Did you notice that the Pip Boy was slow, slightly different?" I don't think I did. But I'll take note it's of that. It's a I'll good. Ta- thing I'll take his words for it. I yeah. will pause it on. I will pause it on the thing. Um, I don't know the intricate details of a pit boy to notice the difference to it. Well, but, there's, um, the buttons, I'll pause there's the switches, and it's always it maybe. But he is from a different vault, so you know maybe they just had well, to... and it's a very different looking vault door too. That's the other thing. It is a very different. I mean, there's going to be obviously a a balance required between the lore of the world and the way it's always looked and. Yeah the new developments in technology that allow for different things to be different. So. Yeah, that's a point because, like, you're not going to make it look shit forever. If, if, <laughs> if you can make the models more detailed, they're going to, aren't they? It doesn't necessarily mean the laws change. It's just that technology is improved. 
And and people should accept that and realize it. I mean, who cares? I mean, are people like, and I don't want the Pip Boy to be different because it's always been the same way. Those people probably want it to still have just four pixels. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, so, so what about the lighting? That that's you know, if we if we touch on the, graphics, I think Samurai Goldfish is as as sort of had a heart attack in the chat. He says, yeah. "Holy shit, it's coming!" Yes, <laughs> basically um, what I said. So the graphics, like, if, if one of the main things that stood out to me, I'm looking through these screenshots now on that web page, is the lighting has been massively improved from, even from Skyrim. Yeah. Like every, everything about it, even, like, that, that image of the Deathclaw in, like, the, the desert area. Oh, yeah. It's got volumetric lighting, which they've never really done before. There's, like, a depth of field there. It's very foggy. That's just what the hell is that? You can tell. Yeah. It's, it's a Deathclaw, that... I, I I show my brother because my I was telling me brother. I know Dan, it's Deathclaw. You can tell it's volumetric lighting. What is that? So for those who don't know, like me, what does that mean? It's to do with how the fog affects the the level of clarity and brightness. I think of the lighting. I'm not a hundred percent sure on how to describe it, but I can kind of know it when I see it. Okay. So it's basically how the lighting gets changed if it's if it's obstructed by fog. Yeah. Um, I was t- talking to my brother Daniel about this because he's a massive Fallout fan and um. We looked at that picture of the Deathclaw, and then we went on and played uh, New Vegas and paused it on it, like, or took a screenshot of a Deathclaw. Yeah, it's just completely different. Like the graphic graphics wise, I can't believe people actually have the, the the unashamed audacity to even suggest this looks the same. I think those people are just bored. Well, of yeah, course. That's and just... and also I think they forget what it looks like. Yeah, like you I said, they're looking element. back and they're thinking it looks because I mean. Don't get me wrong, if I look back and I think about some PlayStation 1 game that I've played, that I've not played for years, it probably looks fantastic in my head. Yeah. It probably looks like this. probably looks like Fallout 4 in my head. But then you go back and play it and you realise it's not even like that at all. And I think that's what it is. It's and, like rose-tinted, isn't it? Yeah. Handsome Devil says, is, is the light thing like diffusion? Of, like light? Sure, why not? Let's go with that. I think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the other thing we haven't really talked about is the uh, the dog. Now, we did have a dog in Fallout 3, and um, it pretty much was named after the uh, after its purpose, uh, which was dog meat, because it died pretty easily. <laughs> yeah. um, is, is this the Fezzer saying, this dog is going to be with you all the time, and it's going to be smarter than usual, or is this the, just a like another dog meat dog, do you think? I think it's going to be... The um, the companion that you can have pretty early on by the looks of it, and for the rest of the game, like like you can, because in, in the other Fallout games, there's always a dog meat. It's kind of like a staple of the series. There's always like a dog meat. Yeah, yeah. That you can have follow you around, and I think what they're trying to do is, I think Peter Molyneux now works for Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically saying, guys, why don't we put a dog in it? Not again, Pete. Just Steve, just put a fucking dog in it and keep him happy, really. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I think it's. It I think this dog's going to be like. Well, I don't want to shoot myself in the foot. I was going to say smarter shit, but I think I was going to say smarter and have some sort of mechanic to it, so he can search out things. He can fight. He can look after himself. I think it's going to be a way more sophisticated dog than in three. Yeah, because in the beginning of the video, he's sniffing around the sniffing around the apartments, isn't he? The, the house and things. Maybe he can like track down. Buried treasure or something? Like, oh well, he did that in Fallout Three. You could send him to get ammo or uh, health. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so he, he might be able to do that, but maybe like expand on that, maybe. Yeah. Oh, sure. And like maybe there'll be parts of a quest where it's like I can't get through this area. Get under there, under the wall or whatever it is, boy, and then go around the other side. It could be yeah, sort of more, more environmental sort of interaction and stuff type of thing, right? Uh, we have to urinate on this sensor in order to get into the Protectron factory. I'm all out. I just urinated for half yeah. an hour. Dog meat. Yeah. You can piss on it. And then... That sounds exactly what, like, what I'm expecting. This I robot think, well, is humped by a canine penis. So <laughs> dog meat. You, all right. Um, I, I think... My, my, I showed Tara this trailer. And I said, look, look, look at this trailer, Tara. It's pretty cool. And she doesn't really know much about Fallout. And she says, why is it always a German Shepherd dog in these games? Why isn't it like a pug? Imagine if you just had a pug. If I was out in the Fallout Wasteland, I would probably find a pug and go, fucking great. Now I've got this thing 
to look after as well as everything else to fight. Um, I think it's just because they make they've they've probably thought that they make the best kind of like police dogs really, don't they? That's why they're German. Yeah. Maybe that's why they've thought, but it would be interesting to have like a, a Rottweiler or a Pitbull or something. Or a little little Yorkshire Rottweiler. Terrier. Just just think, who the fuck's he gonna fight? Yeah. He's useless. <laughs> maybe maybe that's the point. And he maybe just like, barks at everything. Maybe they, their yeah. species just didn't survive. That'd be great. I think we should do that, Fallout Five. Pulling it now, Fallout Five. You heard it here first. Chihuahuas and shit. Yeah. 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 Do that. Um Right, what else? What else? What else? You know some things, Duke, in your trailer breakdown. I yeah. did. I talked about it for an hour. Yeah, it was good. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be more Fallout, isn't it? Like, I'm really looking forward to all the new places and the new adventures. And apparently Boston is like, I don't know. We haven't obviously had it officially confirmed but there are a number of places that verbal rob pointed to and we've got these landmarks and things that make it clear that yes this is going to be boston so and if yeah. you look, look on the video where it shows sort of the, the the really sort of panoramic views of the of the skyline of boston yeah. um and you can tell massively straight away this is this is a built-up place it's not it's like um it was kind of a letdown in new vegas i think where from the distance, when you're looking and you see New Vegas in the, in the distance right. and all the lights, and you're like, yeah, I want to go there. And you go there, it's like four buildings. buildings. You could even go to, yeah. Yeah, but this, it looks almost like a, like a kind of like Assassin's Creed. Well, thanks for spoiling New Vegas for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's almost like Assassin's Creed scale, almost, in the side. So I'm wondering, like... Right. The question's going to be, how many of those buildings can we go into? How many of them have stuff in them? How many NPCs are there going to be? Right. There's another question. Like, you can't just have a massive city and four people. Right. One of them, a shop owner. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, it's that the scale of that. I mean, and that shows off the, the, the improvements they've made to the graphics engine as well. Because, yeah. I mean, from a distance, Fallout 3 and Skyrim stuff looks teared. I mean, there's mods to improve the stuff from a distance, but they, they look quite good in there. So, they, what I'm hoping for is they've improved the performance of the engine so much that they can start having, like, a lot more NPCs on screen, which we haven't really seen yet. Um, Samurai, Samurai Goldfish says, anyone think that the paid mods crap was just a taste of something we might see with Fallout 4? All right, careful. We got some different perspectives in here, Samurai. Yeah, yes, we have a Skyrim modder, Samurai, so... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch out. No, I... I deserve to get paid. That is the general consensus, I think, between the community, is that they sort of think that it will be coming with Fallout 4 from the start. So there's less of a complaint to be had. A lot of the complaints was because Skyrim was being changed. If you have it from Fallout 4 from yeah. the beginning and they don't move on it, there's nothing you can do. It's just tough shit. This is just the way it is. Yeah, it's the way it is. So people do think that, and I, I think that myself. I think we'll probably see that from the launch. Um, the other thing I was going to mention as well is uh, I, I really like the idea of the stadium being sort of like the hub area. In Fallout, like the, you said, what's the name of the stadium in Boston, Duke? Uh, Fenway Park. Fenway Park, like it, it's clearly some sort of like city, isn't it? Well, or yeah, some, like, like well, like a city in in this new, but you know, it's it's like a built-up area in a stadium, and I always thought, you know, if I had a if there was a nuclear apocalypse in my hometown, that the football stadium would be a great place to go because it's easily sort of fended off and stuff so I don't know this weird little sort of idea that I've had for years might actually come true uh, in this well, game well you're all set because you, you have a football stadium right outside your house in Minecraft I know yeah I'm not fucking happy about that still right. uh, <laughs> but do you think is it too late for me to play New Vegas now do you think no definitely not I talk? personally think you should just don't worry about Vegas, New Vegas why? Because I've a little birdie told me Fallout Four is coming. Yeah, but it's, it's not coming for another six months. It's at two, least. Week, two weeks time, I heard. Uh, that's another point. This this is another controversy. Is when is this game coming out? Yeah, that's a good point. No, just just to go back, I, I was only messing. You should try New Vegas. It's it's really really fun. I will. There's, there's I will mods try. I think for I it, like uh, weapon mods and that. Um, I think I, I mean I was of the mind that it was next year. But Bethesda said in an yeah. interview, I can't remember exactly when it was, 
But I, Bethesda said in an interview that their next game, which now happens to be this, will have the shortest time between announcements and release they've ever done. Really? Yeah. Oh, and they usually, they usually next... announce beginning of the year release all that year. So if they've announced now, I reckon October. Maybe earlier. Well, I'd be all right with that. I think, I think yeah, the more I think about it, the more as time passes... Um, I think it's coming out this year, and I made a bold prediction on the on the show, Duke. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember, but I said I think Fallout Four will be announced and released this year. Well, I and hope I, so. I think I think that's true. I, I think they they're just hyping it up so much that it would be it would almost like uh, hurt it if they released it next year because the hype and the and the the excitement for it would sort of die down. Other games would come out. And, and now, like everybody's talking Fallout Four. Obviously, E three sort of coming up, so there'll be other stuff in the pipeline. But Fallout Four, it will, I feel like they're gonna just say they're gonna show a big gameplay trailer at E three, and they're gonna walk through it, and they're gonna show you some stuff, and they're gonna show you the new vats, and then they'll say they'll drop the mic and say, "Yeah, November twenty fifteen. See you later," because I think it's it's all good. Everybody's like just buzzing about it. You know, it's perfect. And it's just, you know, the right time, the perfect storm. There's, I mean, there are some big games coming out this year, but now, like, heavy hitters like Fallout 4 um, that's coming out, I don't think. I can't think of anything. Uh, and if there is, I don't care, because it's Fallout 4. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, the only big games that I can think off the top of my head that we know are coming soon are, like, the likes of Batman. Um, just Cause 3, that's probably going to sell quite well. Um, the Witcher 3 is like new, so that's sort of taken on the whole open world RPG thing. But if this, if Fallout 4 comes out quite quickly, I can see a lot of people putting The Witcher down. Get onto Fallout. Yeah. Especially fans of Fallout who've only, who are really getting onto The Witcher because there's like, there's a gap in the market right now, isn't there, for open world RPGs? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think The Witcher has had a lot of success because there is nothing else out there right now that's doing it. True, it's true. Uh, I, yeah, I think, I think it's just it would shock me now if they just went, "Hey, 2016." I'd be like, "Wow, they really, um, you know, they really created all this hype just to sort of let everybody down a little bit." Uh, and it's been, you know, 2011 with Skyrim. Like, what have they been doing? Yeah, really. So put it out already. A, just put it out today. Time. See, they they could do that. They they could very well. Get on stage and go, right, guys, you can download it right now. Okay, so this question is talking about, is anyone hoping for some kind of multiplayer? To be honest, if unless they get rid of VATS, which I don't want them to, I don't know how you do multiplayer, and therefore I don't want them to. I think, Mike? well, d- due to their beaming success of Elder Scrolls Online, um, I think they're <laughs> going to avoid any yeah. multiplayer. And I don't think anybody wants to play Fallout to, to you know come across real people it's all about just dropping yourself into this world full of mystery and you know odd characters and stuff and i remember like me and my friend sort of talking about you know this sort of game but co-op but i I really feel like you know uh, i've played we've played many co-op games since then i just i feel like this sort of game just doesn't lend itself very well you know you're making decisions you're meeting odd characters you're on your own i remember the first time playing fallout and I just, you know, I remember like it was dark and I couldn't fast fast travel anywhere and, and, and I was just stuck, you know, and I was like, oh, so I just wait. Okay. Uh, and, you know, and it was just an odd feeling to be out on the wasteland at night. Um, and, I, yeah, I, I just think co-op would just ruin it and multiplayer, yeah, like you say, dude, I don't even know how they would do it. But, hey. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've talked about location. We've talked about the trailer. We've talked about Fallout 3. We've uh, talked a little bit about New Vegas. Um, what about factions? Anybody have any idea about like what kind of factions we're going to see here or what sort of main storyline we're looking at? Because in Fallout 3, of course, it was uh, finding your father after he left you in the vault. In Fallout New Vegas, it's kind of a revenge fantasy type thing. And dealing with this war between the NCR and uh, Kaisar's Legion, 
Uh, I don't know. What do you think we're going to see in this world that we get into for Fallout 4? I honestly think it's a, it's a it's sort of like a, a it, there's always a goal and there's always a sort of quest for the main character to do, like find yeah. out something. And I, I honestly think it's something to do with the modern day stuff. Yeah. You know, I, I think like something happened in the modern day and they, and he has to chase it and he has to find it and uncover it. That's what I think. As, to, to, as far as factions, I don't really follow the factions very well. I know it's like the Brotherhood of Steel and stuff and they're, they're sort of good but not good. Um, I don't really know many of the others because I, I, in New Vegas, factions play a massive, so a larger part than three. So they, they're sort of lost on me a little bit. Yeah, I, yeah. Don't, I don't think the factions are going to play as much of a role in this as they do in, um, in New Vegas. Just from, from looking at the world, I don't see it being a massive mate, faction game purely because Vegas did it. Um, it was quite a big deal in Skyrim. You had you know the Imperial Legion against the Stormcloaks. That was a big faction thing. I, something tells me they're going to sort of move away from that a little bit. I'm not saying there won't be factions, but I think there'll be less focus on factions. I think it'll be something to do, to be honest, with the um, the Institute. I don't know if you know who the Institute are. Yeah, the, the people who did the Old World Blues, right? They're the um, in there MIT. That's what they're yeah, called now. Right. The Institute. That 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 building features in almost every single shot. Oh, really? Okay. The trailer. Yeah, it's always almost always in the background there, and, I, and they're according to the law, they're working on kind of like Android technology. Yeah. Because they're quite advanced. I think that's one of the reasons why Boston has prospered by the looks of it. Yeah. Is because they've got MIT there, the, the, the institute. Right. So that'll be that's kind of like a faction in a way, but. So I think it'd be something to do with the with the institute and maybe robots. Yeah. Do you think Do you think Vats is going to be changed a lot, or do you think they're going to be doing similar things? See, I don't want it to be, but I think it probably will be because it's the type of thing where you know they want to look. The the reviews are going to complain if it's not innovative in some way, right? And the only real advance we had between three and New Vegas was more kinds of ammo, you can mod weapons, you can put microchips in your head, and, you know, new world, new places, new people. See, and that's the thing, is that, like, I don't know, I'm the type of player who doesn't want a lot of new things in terms of the gameplay. I want new things in terms of the world and people. Uh, The gameplay is totally working for me, so I don't know. You're, like, basically FIFA, but in RPG. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's what... Kind of, I'm happy with as well, being a fan of the Elder Scrolls. The series as a whole has changed a lot, but between games, for me personally, the gameplay's remained pretty faithful to what you want. Right. And I, 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 like, that, I like that about Fallout as well. Yeah, the, there was things added on with New Vegas, but to be honest, a lot, a lot of that stuff probably could have just been left out. You know, they, they had a lot of customization for there for the people that wanted it, but I think with Fallout 4, there will be a lot of customization, but I think they're probably going to stick to a sort of more... I hate the word, but more streamlined formula. Similar yeah. to Fallout well, 3. Right. We saw that in The Witcher 3, right? Witcher 2 has a lot more complexity with the combat and the oils and the potions and wild oh God, Don't get me started on the oils. Still. What? Don't get me started on the fucking oils. Well, I was going to say, in, Fallout, in Witcher 3, there's obviously some of those elements still there, but it's not nearly as core as essential because, you know, they're trying to sell to a wider and wider audience. So it's weird because they have to do like three things at once. They have to keep the essence of the game the same. They have to appeal to a wider audience, but they also have to put new things in because those re- reviewers are always like, uh, it needs more new things, it needs more new things. Yeah, definitely. I think with the VATs, I don't think there's much you can really change to make it better or improve it. I thought the VATS was pretty cool as it was. What about you guys? Well, I no, love I think, it. I, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, I, if you had to change it, I don't know what you would do. But my, the only reason I think that, that, that it has changed is because it, 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 we hadn't seen anything like that before, right? And we haven't really seen anything like it since. But because it's such a new mechanic, they probably found out newer ways to improve on it or think they can um, I don't know it's just a, it's a really new thing really like it, it, we hadn't seen it so that's why I think oh, they probably changed it or tweaked it to try and yeah like you say streamlined it like try and make it a little bit more approachable and the uh, other thing is like that a, it's a mechanic that we never saw ripped off like usually when someone puts in a new mechanic that works really well 
we see other developers you know borrow from it but we haven't seen that with vats and i don't know if that's because it's much more difficult to implement probably or if it's just because people don't generally love it the way i do i don't know um i don't know i i, I like it I, I i really don't know why it hasn't been ripped off maybe it's just such a fallout thing you know it's, it's such a um uh, it's such a stamp on fallout that Anybody goes anywhere near something like that, people will go, oh, that's just Fallout. You can't do that. Right. Um, yeah, the only other I thing I can think of that closely resembles it maybe is Deadeye in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. That's the only thing that, like like you guys have said, like people have seen, seem to have definitely stayed away from that sort of mechanic. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I, know, I don't know how to say his name. Kiyu Tell uh, says he disagrees uh, the, he looks like the Enclave and the Brother still will be important. There is an enlistment poster in the video as well, I think, for the Enclave. Yeah, see, I mean, there's, a, there's a problem there with, with the Brotherhood of Steel that I'm reading, because I'm not massive on the law like some of the fans of Fallout are, but what I'm reading is that Brotherhood of Steel shouldn't really have much of a place in Boston. And that they feel some people feel like they're just putting them in there because it's like, you know, sell more games, show the Brotherhood of Steel armor. That's what people want to see. Yeah, that's it's so recognizable though, isn't it? It's, 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 well, that's like the emblem of the game. But it's funny because I never liked wearing it when I played Fallout Three. I was like, no, no, no it's not. It's, it's not the best armor at all, really. Yeah. It's just it's rubbish. But it does. I mean, it lets you be a different kind of soldier. You know what I mean? Like it's it's much more protective. And if you want to go be, you know, a tank, you basically can be. Yeah, I, I, I like you guys. I didn't really use it. I maybe tried it out for a little bit. Use the minigun. And then just give up and went back to me uh, spiky armor or whatever. Yeah. Do you think they're going to be doing any? You know, Fallout was a very sort of um, good cop bad cop game, wasn't it? There's a lot of games these days, especially like The Witcher and and so on, where everything's a grey area. You know, um, I think Game of Thrones is sort of influenced by it as well, where you know every every decision you make sort of leads a bad path. Um, whereas Fallout wasn't really like that. It was it was very much like you can be. A hero or a villain? Um, do you think they're going to keep that going? I mean, yes. I, I would say that they're. I, I don't know. Like in Fallout New Vegas, I think they went more gray because when it comes to, you know, okay, so in the main storyline, you choose between basically the NCR and the Kaisar's Legion, and you had a, a couple of other choices. But on the strip, when you made your choices, like there weren't totally positive choices you know like in fallout 3 one of the first choices you have to make is do you blow up megaton or not and if you don't you you help the town everyone loves you you defuse the bomb etc etc but if you if you you do you don't have to do all that work exactly and you go to 10 penny tower and you get to live there but then there's the question about the ghouls right and if you say no to the ghouls then they suffer and die and if you say yes to the ghouls then spoilers everybody in 10 penny tower dies yeah. And so I, like I feel that, like there was uh, a little bit of nuance there. I hope and they do bring like that back. That Vegas. I think with um, with the choice, they re- they are going to push it a bit more. I think they were they were limited a lot by the hardware. I mean, you know, we we can sit here all we want and say like we want, wanted it to be more and you know more more diverse, more more consequence. But you could only do so much with five hundred twelve megs of RAM on the on the three sixty. I think now that they're going full current gen. I think, and with the technology and stuff, I definitely think we're going to see that because I think that's what they wanted to try and do, but they never quite implemented it enough. You know, yeah. and Mass Effect, again, that's an example of people that had the potential, but it kind of fell away. It was like, you know, remember this guy you punched once? Well, there he is. Say hello. It's like, that's right. not really, fuck it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, um, and I think, right, it's the type of thing where it'll be, I mean, you know, as I've said before, um, it's more a matter of, I think, it's more a matter of like, designing all those branching possibilities and and not having it always come back to one spot. Because in New Vegas, no matter what path you went down, you were going to have that final fight on the Hoover Dam. Like, it was going to go down there. And so I think it would be interesting if finally a game developer, and I don't know if this might be happening in The Witcher or not, but, you know, if you had, you know, and the same thing with Skyrim, you're going to fight Alduin at the end. Like, it's go- that's going to be your final fight. Um, I think it'd be really interesting right. if a... Are you just spoiling everything for me now? Exactly. Vegas, Skyrim. Right. 
So my point is that it would be really cool if this game had, you know, like three different possibilities where you end up in one case, you end up in, you know, just for the sake of example, you end up in North Boston one year in downtown and one year in South Boston or whatever. You know what I mean? For that final moment. But that would require making three epic feeling ends to the game, which yeah. that's three times the development. Yeah, I think one thing they're going to try and do, I think, is smaller impacts that have a larger thing. So people have said, like, well, when you fix a town, why doesn't it get better or something? So they'll do things like that. Um, I think they'll do things where, like, if you help out an NPC early on, like a Wastelander, you might meet them later on and they might give you this massive quest that you get you get some special armor or whatever. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, They'll, they'll definitely do something like that. And they'll, they'll expand upon the Radiant system as well with, with what they did with Skyrim and right. add on to that as well. You know, how like things can just pop up out of nowhere and the, the whole Red Dead random encounter thing that they were trying to do, I think they'll improve on that as well. Oh, because yeah. there, was, there, there was random encounters in Fallout 3. I don't know if you were ever walking around and just started hearing bombs going off. Uh, the, 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 the system wasn't really as well designed as it is in Red Dead and in Skyrim. So you kind of missed a lot of it. You were like, where's that bomb coming from? Looking right. around. But, so I think they'll improve on that. I think there'll be a lot more random encounters, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, and uh, and random encounters that go somewhere because that's the thing. And even in Skyrim, like whenever you had a random encounter, it was like the orc who needs to die a noble death or whatever it is, like a one-time thing. And in Red Dead, of course, it sometimes became you know huge, multiple parts to a storyline. I'd just like to acknowledge Scoop Dog, which is a fantastic name. Uh, yeah. He's uh, been saying. Uh, is it true that Fallout 4 is not going to console? It's in the news at the moment that uh, Fallout 4 isn't coming to uh, last-gen consoles, 360 and PS3. That's right. what's in the news at the moment. So I don't know if he's getting confused or he read something wrong, but it, it is coming to the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. But as we all know, if you don't want to be a stupid peasant like myself and you want to be <laughs> part of the uh, you know the, the hierarchy... Mm-hmm. of the PC Master Race, then you should join it on the PC. Um, and hopefully my machine will run it for more than 20 minutes without crashing. Yeah, yeah, that might be a, that might be an, a, a DLC pack that you might have to download. Yeah. Do so, what, get about so what about, like, DLC, like you just touched on there? What sort of things would you like to see as parts of DLC against the other games? Because I, I remember Fallout 3 had, like, if I had five DLCs. Some of yes. them were pretty good, some of them weren't. Vegas, it seemed as if a lot of the DLC was just... I was not impressed by the Vegas DLC at all. Yeah, it was all... It was kind of like reminding me very much of Saints Row type stuff. Right. And that's the thing. The Fallout 3 DLC... Okay, so uh, Brotherhood of Steel was one of them. Or... or yeah. What was it called? No, that, it, was, it wasn't called Brotherhood of Steel. It was called like Brother... Something Steel. Broken Steel, that's what it was called. And it, was, it had an adventure on it, and you were going to deal with the Enclave, and that's fine. The thing that was most important about that is it let you play the game again after the end of the yeah. game. Because Fallout yeah. always Everybody complained. Oh, my right. God. It's insane. They always do this thing where, or 3 in Vegas do, where when you finish playing the game, it's over. It's like the end. And, I mean, I, you know, narratively speaking, that's fine, but I don't want to do that. You know, Skyrim did it right. You finished the main quest line. Now go back into the world and keep exploring. Like, that's what I want to do. So they should build that into the game from day one. Like, it should not have yeah, to. I think they will. I think they will. I think, Point Lookout, yeah. I think Point Lookout was one of their best ones where it yeah, was a completely great. new area, new yeah. enemies, yeah. And, and it had a completely different feel to it. So I, I hope they do that. I don't. What did they do for uh, what did they do for Skyrim DLC? So there was Dragonborn, which or yeah, which was you going and fighting. It was a new area, but it was an area we had seen before in another game. Um, okay. So okay. it was. I, I didn't really care for Dragonborn all that much. I mean, it was kind of interesting because you got to know one of the Daedric lords a lot more. Um, what was his name, Rich? Harrens or something. What? <laughs> the Dragonborn DLC, Daedric. Oh, I don't know off the top of my head, mate. Anyway, um, there's there's a guy there's a guy in the chat called Old Nemo. Hermanus Mora. Hermanus Mora. Thank you. I I don't know if he's being Old serious. Uh, tell me about Fallout Four. My son is going crazy about it, and I don't know about it. It's okay. a video game that is going to be very very good. Yes, that's that's pretty much it's a. The thing is with Fallout, 
um, that I'll go. I was going to talk about this actually. Um, I hadn't played a game like Fallout before uh, three, and I, w- I, d- I didn't really know what to expect, you know. Uh, and I was so used to sort of- after Oblivion. Is that right, Rich? Yeah, Oblivion came out in '06. Yeah. Come out, I think. Yeah. That, that was first person open game I ever played. So, yeah. So, so this this came out, and I, uh, I, I, I was like, okay, I, I, I sort of think I'm getting it now. I'm getting it, and yeah, I, I, I what I was shocked at because I'm so used to it. You know, in GTA, this is the sort of games that I'm used to, where somebody gives you a mission, right, and they go, right, you're right. Here's your next mission, and here's your next mission. And I remember doing like the ten penny tower stuff, and I did all these favors for all these people. It was like, if you do this, then we got ten penny tower. I was like, oh, okay, sweet. Then I go up to them and go, yeah, what do you want? I thought like, I just, I just saved, you know, the tower, and I, I thought we were friends now. It's like, yeah, I've got nothing to say to you now. Bye. Right. I'm like, oh, you know. So I, I do hope. I, I think you touched on it earlier, Rich. I do hope that you you improve a ten. You sort of see an improvement. You see like there's a follow up to some of the quests. I think The Witcher 3, I've heard, has done this much more sophisticated uh, way, appro- approach of doing this. But, you know, like you, you see an improvement to things and you see that people are interacting and the, pe- the, the favours that you do for people, they're really grateful and, and there's some sort of big payoff. Because for me, Fallout 3, as great of a game it was, I did a lot of, you know, quests for people and then there was like, yeah, thanks for that. You just, I saved your wife, your daughter, and I killed this massive fucking thing for you and the the best thing you got to say for me is good morning, right? Fuck right off. So that that right. I hope that it just sort of yeah evolves makes it, it right. And 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 that's I think someone mentioned earlier. Like one of the things that they need to do, I think, is to show. And I wanted this in Skyrim too, and they never gave it really to show some sort of manifestation physically in the world of you affecting things because no game has really done this much, and I think we're due for it. Not that it should be the type of thing where, well, you know, because in Skyrim it's ludicrous, and it was true in Oblivion too. Elder Scrolls games in general, like, okay, you're the head of the Hunter's Guild, you're the head of the Thieves Guild, you're the head of the College of Winterhold, you're the head of this, you're the head of that. Yeah. And, and it's just silly for one person to be in charge of all those things. And that's the same, it's just true if you're, you know, revitalizing the city inside the football stadium and you're bringing this electrical system back to life and you're doing this and you're doing that. But I think it, it would be nice if you could have a couple of things where, you know, you do some actions, you defeat all the monsters in the, you know, bottom of the sewer system or whatever. And as a result, they can repair the electrical stuff. You play the first half of the game using your Pip-Boy light and, you know, it's very, very dark in this part of the city. And then the second half of the game, you get the lights turned on. Like, that would be a cool thing to see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, the old Nemo... School Dugger is in the chat, by the way. Good old School Dugger. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, uh, old Nemo says, is there anything bad for my son in this game, such as adultery and swear words? Well, to be honest, uh, old Nemo, it, it's an open book, really, with Fallout. There's, there was uh, child slavery in 3. I there's adultery uh, and swear words, but there is, like, slavery, cannibalism... Uh, sexual yeah. jokes, unspoken amounts of gore. Not for kids, no. A lot of gore as well, yeah. So you know, it's not, it's not for the faint hearted. I mean, body parts go flying around. It's not neat and clean. No. Yeah. So we might have, uh, we might have skimmed out a little kid on Fallout Four there, but never mind. <laughs> Dang we'll it! The good of uh, it's, it's fun and happy. Yeah, look, it's yeah, good. it's like Mario <laughs> Brothers, but with with a dog. Um, <laughs> I think right, just, is anything just, else? Just, just yeah, just on, touching onto the faction thing. What we've what we've just said we, in Morrowind, there were fact there was a lot of factions in Morrowind. It was like up to the walls with factions. There were things where you wouldn't be able to join one faction if you were in another, right? And stuff like that. And they took that away, kind of thing, like you said. And that has been one of the major complaints within. Let's call them Bethesda games since right. since then. So, I, like you said, I think they. I, I hope they bring that back. Like, I can't see why it would make sense for you to be able to work for one team. And work for the other well, one as well. And to be, who fair, Vegas, to be fair, in New Vegas, there is a point where it's like you're going to have to choose between NCR and Kaisar's Legion. Yeah. And so yeah. that, I think, does presage the possibility of, yeah, you choosing one team to roll with, so to speak, in this game. Or going it alone and taking them all on or whatever it is. 
because that's something I think they've they've always done is I mean not necessarily in Skyrim because you had to cho- I guess you didn't have to choose between the two sides of the Civil War but you know I think they recognize that some people don't want to necessarily join a team or a gang. Mm. So. Yeah, some people just want to be a lone wanderer, don't they? Yeah, exactly. Like Fallout Three. Well, I think, exactly. I, I think we've pretty much covered everything, haven't we? Like you said, Mike, is there anything else you think we want to touch on? I don't know. We we seem to get more and more people coming in, though, as we're finishing up. Uh, old Nemo just found out that it's a five-year-old, his son. And I don't know if he's joking now, but if a five-year-old knows what Fallout 4 is, I, have, I don't know what to say to you, really. <laughs> I think he deserves uh, the game if he knows what Fallout 4 I think, is. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a very advanced five-year-old. I don't think my nephew, 10, knows what it is. Um, but, hey, yeah, definitely not for a five-year-old. The greenest gamer just said, hey. Um, what about some negatives? Suppose, what about negatives about what we've seen so far? Negatives about what we've seen it so looks far. Twice. I, I, yeah, it's too awesome. I, I think if somebody said to me, um, Mike, Fallout 4 will be exactly what you think it will be um, in terms of like just ticking all the boxes. It didn't. The trailer for me, uh, obviously, it was fantastic and it, it looks great. Yeah. And, and, and Fallout 4, I'm sure, is going to be a fine game. And I, I really like the music and the, the sort of. It had some sort of narrative to it. Um, but there was nothing. In the trailer that uh, made me go, this is completely different to to anything else, and I think that's what people get hung up on is, oh yeah, it is going to be just more of the same, but the same is fantastic. I mean, this is what we know right now. E three might come along, um, and you know, it might completely change our minds, and there might be it might be vastly different. But I think it's not a negative for me but I think a lot of people were just sort of like oh yeah that's exactly what Fallout is isn't it it's it's nothing else um, and it's important to remember but, that like there's so little that we can tell about this because it is in essence a teaser trailer yeah I mean yeah. it's a very it's a very giving teaser trailer though which I'm quite happy about yeah it's very yeah. generous teaser trailer I think oh, sure. um, but we don't have like gameplay footage you know what I mean like it's it's all just sort of vistas and so forth. No, there's a, there's the odd flash of like first person view, you know, when he comes out of the tunnel. Um, by the way, that tunnel that you analysed in in the your breakdown video, the tunnel is like a roof. Like, sorry, the the, the entrance to the vault is the roof. Gotcha. Like it I, opens like a hole, like a sewer. I got gotcha. you. Thing, uh, which is quite different. Yeah, yeah, I, in, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. It's 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 just one of these things where you see a little bit of first person in the game but i think e3 is where we're going to see all the all the sexy cool stuff and we're going to know what, what the vat system's like um yeah uh can you old nemo said can you sleep with women in on it um i don't think so no but there are mods that people can install <laughs> now, if he's five year old he's installing mods no i'm very impressed <laughs> exactly uh uh, One thing I, I'm, I was a little disappointed about from what we've seen so far, but like I said, we've not seen enough, is the character models didn't seem like they fit in with the rest of the game. Well, that's always been true. I think Bethesda's had a rocky relationship with their character models. I mean, they've changed so much over the years, and they've always put a very high premium on um, having characters that are unusual. You know what I mean? Like, if if Rockstar is mostly focused on humans they've got them down you know they did an amazing job obviously in la noir and i know they didn't develop that but you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um bethesda's trying to make humans look better and argonians look better and this and that and they work on robots for fallout and they have ghouls and they have death claws and all the rest of it so i think they're gonna have a harder time making their humans look like they fit in and that they're realistic more i don't know that's kind of how i see it some of those robots look really good though that protector truck <laughs> by the crew yeah robots always look cool yeah, that looks really good. And the, the reflections on the Mr. <laughs> the Mr. Mr. Handy, Mr. Handy exactly. whatever, with his sugar bombs. I think he looked really good. But yeah, the, the rest of the game generally looks fine. And I, it, it's, I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but it seems as if there's like a hint of like a style of art they're trying to go for. Like it seems quite like roundy. I don't know. Right. I do. Th- no, I agree. You know, it's funny you say that because I actually do agree with that. I think they've recognized that in the past their games have had kind of a blocky feel to them. And to an extent, that's, you know, again, the consequence of the, the I think they prioritize size of the world over the refinement of individual models within that world. Hmm. So hmm. now maybe they're saying, you know what, maybe we don't have to choose. 
it really does look like the, the futuristic world view from a 50s perspective. If you watch like some of the old um, TV shows, like I can't remember, but like Buck Rogers and the 14th and a half century or whatever, 21st yeah. and a half century. If like I'm looking at that screenshot now where the protect the protectortrons there with the red crane, yeah. like he, all of his limbs are all round. The cars in the background are there more round, and I like that that they're going this way and the. the They've, they've sort of come back, you know, like say if we said 100% was realism, I'd say they're trying to reach maybe 95. Right. And I like that because, again, with a bit of a stylized look, I mean, the, the opposite end of the spectrum is Borderlands, isn't it, where they go completely stylized. Right, right. And I, and I do like that. And so I'm looking forward to seeing that more in, in a gameplay way where we're watching the character walk around and talk to people and stuff. Yeah. What do, what do you think about uh, transport in this game? Because there's quite a lot of transport. And even at the end of the, the trailer... Uh, there seems to be you seem to be being carried. I don't know if that's you or it's just a random NPC, but it, somebody's being transported. You know, the camera's behind them. You yeah. see the helicopter go, you know, above everything. I, um, do you think there's some sort of transport in the game? That could be interesting. I mean, Bethesda. The only thing they they've never done it in Fallout. Like you've never had a vehicle of any kind. Um, in the Elder Scrolls games, you have horses. And I think that the horses have given them some practice in moving the player character around. And I think they might do all right to try to sort that out in some way in this game. On the other hand, I think that it could easily get confusing, especially if they're trying to do VATs. You know what I mean? Like, would, it, would you be in a hovercraft and then be attacking using VATs, or would you only be able to do it real time? I think there's a lot of questions there. It's an interesting point, though, because, like, like, like you said, Mike, like, They've they've had it sort of um, there's a lot of transport in the in the pictures and stuff like that, and there's, there are a lot of other open world games that do give the player a way to travel around quicker. Um, even Bethesda games like like uh, Skyrim and stuff, and right. a little riding in the carts and stuff. So, so I think that there might be a possibility of a fast travel thing. I don't I don't know if it'll be purely like like a horse or if it'll be like a murloc that you can tame or whatever. I don't know, but something that gets the player around would. I think what's a murloc? Is it one of those fucked up things that like have tentacles and shit? (laughs) (laughs) I think so. No, it's one of them things. You know those those weird little bloke, those little man crab things that they have. Yes, those are the mirelurks. Mirelurks. Oh yeah, the mirelurks. If I could ride one of those, I think this would be game of the year for me. (laughs) I'll make a mod for that. You get on PC because then you could bash into other things with them because that's their skills. (laughs) Those are the freakiest things in the world for me. Like I remember in Fallout Three. Any, anything else like robots and stuff that is creepy or whatever. I see one of those things, I just shit myself. Like, I well, just so hate it. I mean, even the ghouls are basically humans with melted faces. But the yeah, they're not that scary. Crabs, and it's the uh, mud crabs from uh, the Elder Scrolls, but they stand up and scream at you. Yeah, it's like, it's like someone dropped yeah. a nuke on Elder Scrolls and it just evolved <laughs> yeah, the exactly. whole land. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing... I, I mean, I know for a fact, and I only know this for a fact as an opinion, so it's an opinionated fact, that we're going to get like a half-an-hour gameplay walkthrough at E3, like we have with the other games. Hell yeah, that, dude. That'll happen at E3, so we'll, I think we'll, we'll be shown VATS, we'll I be shown dialogue. I want to actually watch. Yeah, that's a good point, isn't it, Duke? Like, you're actually involved in E3 this, yeah. this year. Exactly. Usually I... Only for like about- 10 minutes. Well, Sure. But that's I'm, pretty, I'm convinced. I'm, I'm convinced now that old Nemo knows exactly what he's talking about. Uh, I think he's just being a bit of a, a bit of a comedian, to be honest. He was like, uh, but, "Oh, oh my, you should be ashamed for promoting this. It sounds vulgar." <laughs> yeah, and then he says, oh, "Where do I buy this? I will send you my bank details." <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's joking. Sure, very. Um, old Nemo is. Yeah, I, the the other thing. Uh, oh, there's something else that somebody said. Oh, yes, DLC. Um, so when you mentioned DLC, uh, an exclusivity between um, consoles, do we think we're going to get this exclusive war? You know, Xbox uh, One, you, you get the dog collar, and on the PlayStation, you get a dildo. Uh, something. <laughs> as long as it's stupid, superficial stuff like that, it's fine. But once they start allowing, you know, certain adventures on one and not on others, that I'll, I'll, I hate so that's that. That's the risk, isn't it? Because they've done that. They did that with... Batman Arkham City, yeah. you know, you couldn't be Catwoman on the on the Xbox unless you bought it and all sorts of stuff. Um, I, I think I'd be really pissed if I... Because it's every every moment in Fallout and every mission in Fallout is so precious to me. Like, I, I love it and I, I feel like um, it's so well done and, and it, it's all sort of... It's just so much 
put into this sandbox of weirdness and explore, exploration, if I can say it right, um, to take some of that away from me for profit is sort of a bit of a dick move. I think. I think Bethesda they don't a they don't need the money, right? <laughs> and uh, b like it doesn't really do well, very well for them. But you could say that about the paid mods, I, I suppose. But they're still doing that. Mm. I can see um, timed DLC exclusivity with Xbox again because they had it with Fallout Three. They had it with Skyrim. Um, I can't see them doing like different DLCs on different consoles. Like, I don't think they're going to go as sick as like Batman Arkham Knight, where it's like I don't. Even, I've lost count of how much shit you can get for that deal. You know, in DLC. So I right. can see like, a, oh, there's this new expansion and it's going to be on the Xbox for thirty days before the PlayStation and PC. I can see that, but I can't see anything a bit more than that. Ibel Wobble says, "I hope it's not behind closed doors." I think what he means by there is that they have some some sort of uh, trailers and stuff that they show at E3 that's behind closed doors, which they only show, show journalists. I think this will be like headline act, main stage. Everybody will be able to see it. It's a full breakdown. Um, I think this is my prediction for E3, mate. I think, because I'm going to watch the conference, I think it's like 3 or 4 o'clock our time on the right. Sunday night. I've got the week after because the, the I'm going away. But Is it reckon, in the morning? 3 o'clock in the morning? In the morning, yeah. Uh, it's 7 o'clock Pacific time. Um, I, I think they're going to literally, like, lights down, conference starts, Fallout 3 is the first thing they show. That's what I think. Four. Fallout 4, Fallout. sorry, yeah. And then I think Doom after, but I think they're going to lead no, with Fallout I think, 4. I think that, no, I think they'll headline with Fallout 4. I think they'll, they'll, they'll finish the it out. Yeah. I think, you know, they'll show us Dishonored 2 or whatever, some shit like that, and they'll, they'll show us Doom and no one will care. And, and then they'll go, come on, hurry up, you know. The cars on the meter. Just fucking mention Fallout Four for me, and then exactly. we're good to go. Drag it out, drag it out. We'll get we'll get a release date. We'll get some gameplay, and hopefully we'll get some more information about how what what changes they've made to the world and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, um, unless well, anybody has anything else, I think that does it. No, so, I mean I've watched the trailer about nine times now. I don't think I can. Yes, during the show actually. Yeah, during the show. Yeah. I think we've covered everything that we could. Yes, that we haven't so already thank discussed. Thank you all very much for joining us, and thank you, Chinny and Duke, for uh, or Chinny and Rich, whatever you're your Duke. You know, he and I are so similar. That's the thing. Is that man? Anyway, um, yeah. So don't forget to tune into the Gaming for the Elderly podcast, G4TE. Rich, what is your Twitter handle? Big Bad Daddy with a one for an I. Yes, because I'm elite. Yeah, and don't forget to listen to uh, the Veteran Gamers podcast. Uh, we'll be doing that live later on today, tonight, and like Chin- five have- hours or something. We're yeah, going to be back on this Twitch channel doing another. That, we got to start at seven because Stu's got to get up early or something tomorrow. Oh shit! Yeah, it's like three hours. Yeah, two hours. It's like three hours from now. <laughs> we'll be right back here, uh, Chinny. How can people reach you? Uh, they've reached me on Pigeon. They just tie a message to a pigeon and send it out, and it will get to me. There Thank you, you very much. Pigeon. Send a pigeon. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. Fallout. Fallout 4 is a game. Fallout. Fallout. Fallout 4. It's all right now. Boop. War. War never changes. It's all over but the grind And nobody's crying but me Friends all over know I'm trying To forget about how much I care for you